Whispering in His Ear, the devotional, explores talking and listening to God's message for us. Now, read God's voice and how to listen, a new companion study guide to the original devotional that provides discussion questions and more insight to the scripture that reveals how God talks to us. Get the series on Amazon. What I didn't even realize, I kind of fell into, was I was practicing gratitude. And it moved from, at the end of the day, to first thing in the morning. Here were the great things that happened yesterday. And by doing that, it lowered my stress. And when you do it first thing in the morning, every morning, saying, here's what I'm grateful for. And it grew into an entire gratitude practice. Stay tuned for more on gratitude with Phil Barth. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Welcome to Positively Joy. Are you living life but feel like something's missing? You've come to the right place. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and here we discover the true meaning of joy and learn that it's not just a feeling, it's faith. Jesus says in the Gospel of John chapter 15 that we can be filled with the only joy that will complete us simply by abiding in the Father's love and doing His will. This season, we will explore finding joy by walking with God in our everyday lives. Stay with us and hear other stories as they too have walked this path of discovery. You know Christmas in July? Well, this week we're in spring. Well, what I mean is, I talked to Phil Barth earlier this year when my irises were blooming and I was grateful for it all. Phil knows a lot about gratitude. Listen as he shares his gratitude practice. Hi, Phil. Thanks so much for being on the show today to talk about gratitude. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I really like the idea. I talked to you about what we're trying to do in this season and that see God in our everyday lives. And I think gratitude really hits that mark. Tell us why gratitude or the idea of it is so important and why we should think about it more than once a year on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. So the backstory is that in 2015, I had a heart attack. And the doctor told me, you know, you need to manage your stress. And you need to, if you can do it, unplug one week out of every three months. So went through the, the normal recovery you go through with a heart attack. And it was about March of the next year, August 2015, I had a heart attack. And March of 2016, my wife said, okay, you've been back to work for three months. It's time to take a week off. And we, I wasn't to the point yet where we could take a big vacation or anything, but we just took a week of what we called a staycation. And we took little trips. So day one, we took our youngest son to the zoo. And at the end of the day, I got on Facebook and I said, you know what? here were the great things that happened today. And I didn't think much about it. I just posted it, but I kind of felt better. 
and and I got a bunch of likes. And you know, if you get likes on Facebook, oh, you got you, you've got it made, right? So the next day we went to the art museum and I posted a few things that were great about that day. And I felt good afterwards, and people liked it. And I said, Well, how many days in a row can I do this? Obviously, the, the week of vacation is going to be easy, but but how long could I keep doing this? And the answer is it's been what close to six years now. And what I didn't even realize I kind of fell into was I was practicing gratitude. And it moved from at the end of the day to first thing in the morning, here were the great things that happened yesterday. And, and by doing that, it lowered my stress. And when you do it first thing in the morning, every morning saying, here's what I'm grateful for. And it, it grew into an entire gratitude practice. We could talk about that as well, but it, it grew into that. And you start wiring yourself to have a good day just by being grateful first thing in the morning. And it's become a, like I say, a key part of my day is gratitude every day. It's beautiful. And I do want to talk about gratitude practice because I think people need to hear that and need to learn how to do it. But before we do that, let's talk about uh, your faith walk. You're an author and a speaker, and I know you communicate that with a lot of people. Um, I, I was going to say, where is God in the middle of all this? And I'm sure that's exactly where he is, right in the middle of that gratitude. So tell us a little bit about your faith walk and how you got to where you are. So I was, I had, I attended church before the heart attack. Um, and, and I think you know, when I, when I look back, sometimes God has to kind of tap you on the shoulder a little bit uh, because I attended church, but I also was, I wasn't putting him first. Let's yeah, I was, I was working, I was, you know, stressing and I wasn't really fully relying on God. Well, the, the funny thing was about three months before the heart attack, I ran into a friend of mine and he's a fellow speaker and he's also a pastor. And I said, Tom, I haven't seen you in a while. Where have you been? And he said, well, I'm recovering from a heart attack. And I'm like, oh, Tom, you know, it, you know, he was about my age. Wow. And, and uh, we were both in okay shape. I mean, we weren't, we, neither of us smoked. And so this just blew me away. I said, well, tell me more. And, and if you ever tell a speaker or a preacher or both to tell you more, you're going to get the whole story. <laughs> and, and what amazed me was he, he told me all these things. He said, well, you know, uh, about three months before, two months before, I noticed I was having a hard time staying up at night. I just, I'd be watching TV and fall asleep. And then, and then I, uh, stairs got difficult. And, and he told me all these things. And all of a sudden, in early or late July, I started noticing the same things were happening to me. And I, I believe God put time in my path because I was about to go to Las Vegas for a speaking thing and then on to a, a vacation or a, a team meeting in South Carolina. And I would have ignored all of those symptoms, including the, first, including the heart attack because it was a mild one, if I hadn't talked to Tom. And, and, you know, I had a heart attack one mile away from the hospital and, and, and it was a small one, like I said, but I needed to have it there and not a thousand miles away in Las Vegas at a convention. Uh, so I think he was put in there. The next thing I would say is that our pastor came and visited me right away and prayed with me. And it just, as, as I started appreciating what was good, I was like, well, you know what? 
all these good things that I'm appreciating, sunrises, sunsets, time with my family. I didn't make any of those. And, and this is God at work in my life. And so I just kind of grew in my faith walk as I recovered and, and to this day. Wow. So I think everyone, me included, you know, have good intentions. I'm going to get up every morning and I'm going to spend either, either spend time in the word, or I'm going to wake up and say, good morning, father. I mean, like, like the minute I wake up, I'm going to open my eyes and say, good morning, father. Thank you so much for letting me wake up. And, and the day comes, I wake up, I hear the alarm. All I can think of is to turn it off and stumble into the bathroom. And I, I don't think of anything else. I don't think of thanking, you know, the father. So how do we get into that gratitude practice? I, I get up just a little early. And, and honestly, one of the good things that came out of the pandemic is most days I work from home. So I don't have to fight traffic and, and all of that. And before I get out of bed, I say a quick prayer. Hey, thank you for the night's rest. Thank you for this family. Be with me today because I know I can't do it on my own. And I've proven that. And, and, and just, you know, guide me, direct me and, and uh, put me in the right spot. And, and I, I do that before I get out of bed. And, and then I take time. We have dogs. So, you know, when the alarm goes off, the dogs are right there with, with the nose, you know, hey, one of them, one of them is in the room with us. One of them is, is out in a crate. But, you know, he, he wants to be a part of the, the morning, but I, I kind of work it in. I, I call it A, B, C, D. So A is uh, my affirmation of faith, a prayer, uh, uh, affirmation of how I'm going to walk, the walk today. B is the Bible. I'm going to read the Bible. C is a cup of coffee because I, I only get one or two cups of coffee a day now after the heart attack. So I savor that. And D is the dogs. And, and all four of those things, you know, between the, 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 the first two, which are the faith walk, and the next two are things that I'm grateful for, just put me in the right mindset. It, and I'm a dog person. And I wish I could be more like the dogs because the dogs get up and they're, they're happy. They're happy to see you. And, and you give them dog food and they're like, that's perfect. I love dog food. Everything is wonderful to a dog. So starting the day like that, if I could, I try to be more like the dog for the rest of the day or our dogs. A, B, C, D. That is so simple and so perfect. And I also am a dog person yes. and our dog. So I don't, in the past, I haven't always allowed the dogs to sleep in the bed, but my dog, I have a black lab. Her name is Lemon. And she's and she's in the bed. My husband is he's finally agreed to it. And you're right. I mean, she wakes up and their big tails wagging because they normally they want, normally want to sleep at the foot of the bed. She's so long that her tail a lot of times is hit me in the face or something. <laughs> and um, she's and she's happy. So you're right. You're absolutely right. I never really thought of it like that. Um, but it makes perfect sense to me again because I am a dog person. Or you know, my cats have their own room at night or else they would keep me up all night. But yep. the same thing, if you're a cat person, if you're listening out there, when the cat jumps on you and wants to nuzzle with you, all I mean, all of that love, that unconditional love, that agape love that we are getting from our pets is, yeah, that's a very much of a God thing to me. So I, it's, I love it how you're working that into your into your gratitude process. Yep. 
Ours is a black lab. Jesse's the black lab that's in the bed. And then we got a, a, a chocolate lab puppy and she's not to be trusted yet. So she, she has to be locked up at night, but the, Jesse <laughs> earned his bed, earned his bed privileges. So, and they, and they are, they're wonderful. They are. I'm so glad I'm not the only one with the, with the dog in the bed. Cause you know how those labs are. They are very, very, you want to be cozy enough with you. So I'm, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my, no, that's so good. Um, so I mentioned, I mentioned Thanksgiving. I mentioned the month of gratitude earlier and it's a great thing. And I do, I, I usually have a gratitude journal during mm-hmm. that month. Um, a lot of times I will, uh, you know, have like a day of Thanksgiving every month of, you know, and it's a good thing. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. But I think we allow ourselves, same thing with Christmas, we allow ourselves just to put all those good feelings into like a month or two of the year. And then the rest of the year, you know, we're really not thinking about it. We're associated, associating it with a day or a holiday or something. Um, but it's more important than that. And so that's why I love what you're doing. Um, what kind of resources do you have if people want to know more about this or learn a little bit more about your gratitude process? Where what can they do? So I have a book on Amazon, Great Things Happen Every Day. And what happened, what the way it came to be was I took a lot of all these lists of great things and I kind of boiled them down to what do these things have in common? And, and so there's a section on family and we tell, and, and it talks about what I found, but then it also talks about family traditions. And I'm hoping that as people read that, they see their family traditions. And, and there's one on holidays because, you know, a lot of times those are when we're at our most grateful is, is Christmas and Thanksgiving. Talked about that. We take an annual family vacation with the extended family. Talked about that. And, and so it has all these sections. It has a section of dad jokes, the jokes I tell my kids that have all the all the stupid dumb puns that that they laugh. They you know sometimes they don't want to laugh, but they do. And so so that's the book. It's like I said, Amazon great things happen every day. Also, if you type philbarthbooks.com, that will take you to my Amazon author page. So and then the other part of it is the the introduction of hey this is why I'm why I'm writing this book I had the heart attack and, and here's what I've learned and then the conclusion which says okay here's the challenge you know start making your own great things list there there are too many things in in the world just turn on the news turn you know what whatever that that can drag you down and, and so look for the positive and the other thing I I pretty sure I say in the book it's been a while since I wrote it but it's you don't have to you don't have to look that hard you might have to look at look a little bit hard at first but whatever you train your brain to do it will subconsciously start finding the great things and they don't have to be big just little small you know one of the sub the subheading of it is great things that happen every day finding joy in family friends and banana milkshakes Oh, okay. I know. Okay. I'm not, I'm not a fan of banana milkshakes, but milkshakes. Good, good, good. Well, And that's just it. Um, my oldest is not a fan of banana milkshakes, but he likes uh, blueberry mm-hmm. and, and the middle one likes chocolate, but they're so easy. You scoop some frozen yogurt, vanilla, frozen yogurt, some milk in the blender, uh, a, a banana, some blueberries, chocolate syrup, and you just blend, blend it up. And then there they are. And, and so the family enjoys them. We might watch some silly sitcom on TV and, and just didn't take any effort at all, hardly, 
right? Yeah. You, so, so that's the idea behind the book, Phil Barth books. Uh, the website philbarth.com is like this close to the new, the new upgraded version will be out <clears throat> within a week or so. So we're doing the final test. That's the other way you can find me. Okay, excellent. So you know how when someone stops smoking and they are this, you know, new convert and then everyone around them, all they hear is, you know, like stop smoking or or how bad smoking is. And people like, I'm sick of hearing about that. So after your heart attack, when you got this new outlook on life and you're happy and full of gratitude, were people like, okay, Phil, I get it. <laughs> or, or, or did they buy into it? <laughs> it's, it, it, it went through the whole spectrum. I, I had um, a teacher from grade school that uh, I still kept in contact afterwards. And he was a next door neighbor to a friend of mine that I graduated with. And, and he went over and he goes, what's gotten into him? You know, what, what the heck? What, what is his problem? What's all those great things and, and, and positivity now? What, what changed? It's like, he's like, uh, he had a heart attack. <laughs> so, so, so there is that. Um, I, I think it's a little different than smoking because I don't have a great day every day. I mean, you, if you quit smoking, you really need to stop, right? You can't like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have a smoke yeah. day, right? You can't have a great day every day. It yeah. just, uh, Zig Ziglar, I love Zig Ziglar. And he says, all sun and no rain makes for a desert. So the, the way I look at it and, and I kind of called this out in the book is you in a 30 day month, let's just say for the sake of argument, three days are going to be bad, no matter what you do. And then three days are going to be good, no matter how hard you try to screw them up. Three days are going to be good. Well, that leaves 24 in the middle. And, and so having that right attitude and, and having that positive outlook can help win a lot of those 24 days. Oh, that's such a good way to look at it. Um, because yeah, every day is, you're going to have some highs and some lows. So for me right now, I love spring. And um, while I'm not like the best gardener and I don't like to spend all day out there getting dirty, I do love this season of rebirth. And there's some there's some surprises going on in my garden right now. I've written about it recently. These irises are blooming and they've never bloomed before. And there's like a couple I don't even remember putting there. So I'm calling it the season of surprise irises. And the Lord's just making me so happy and I'm and I'm grateful because wow we've lived in this house for five years and we've only ever gotten leaves and never any blooms and I know I know that they're planted too deep and I need to I mean I, there's stuff I need to do that I haven't done and he just blessed me with it this spring and it just I every time I go out there I feel so good and so it makes me want to you know kind of get out there and, and and do some stuff and enjoy enjoy the outdoors, enjoy all the wonderful nature that he's given us, you know? I love um, that. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, I did nothing. I mean, literally I didn't turn, I didn't, I didn't amend the soil. I didn't even rake the leaves off of them. I know they're planted too deep. I know all the things that are wrong. I've never, I've done nothing to amend the situation, but yet he has allowed them to bloom for me this year. That is, that is so cool. And they are, they are not easy flowers. I know we've had them, we had them growing up and we've had them here and more often than not, no bloom. So that is really cool. That is a gift. It is a gift. I mean, that's how I'm looking at it for sure. Particularly since I know I did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so, the 
the most kind. Yeah. So it's not me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is there, you know, there's so many wonderful um, verses in the Bible about joy, about kindness. I imagine you can find something in there about gratitude as well. Do you have a scripture that you are standing on in this season of life? I, I have my favorite. And, and I'm going to actually read it, although I, I know I know the gist of it. I might get a word wrong. So it's Philippians 4.8. It says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And that sums it up. And I've always loved that verse. And uh, just that's that's my favorite one. And that that those are things you got to be grateful for. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Wow. OK, well, so um, what is next for you? Do you have any books planned? Uh, are you are you still taking your every like a week off or or maybe not a full week off every month or so? Are you still doing that? I, I have I am blessed that I have a 35 years in with the company I'm working with. So I get six weeks vacation. Mm-hmm. So I, I still take one week every three months. Um, so the, the immediate next is we are actually going to Europe next month, uh, touring uh, Scotland, England, Wales, Ireland. This was supposed to be my son's graduation trip through high school, but he graduated in 2020. So uh-huh. so we we looked at it and, and he said, you know, I, I wanted to go with my classmates, but that's off the table. I said, well, what if we take that money and take your mom along and find a tour that we'd all like to do. So really looking forward to that. There's going to be some great things there. I have a couple of book ideas. I have not yet put a, a firm deadline on. I will tell you the other thing I've started to do, and and it's just really, it, I had this idea, and I told my wife, I said, I've got this idea. What do you think? And she said, I told her, and she said, I love it. And what, every day on social media, I just pick someone out, and I say, you know what? This is the person I am grateful for today, the great things person of the day. And I just say why I feel like they they do great things for the the town, the community, the world, whatever, and, and tag them on it. And, and that's my latest project. I just, I love doing it. I mean, I, I do it and it makes them feel good, but it makes me feel good to just reach out and recognize someone. Hey, you are doing a wonderful thing. Just, you know, it with what you're doing, for scouts, for your students, for for family, et cetera. And, and so that's the, the latest project. And we've been doing that for mm, a little over half a month. But that that's one I could just, I'd like to do that one for six years. Because you can always find somebody who's making the world a better place. Mm, I agree with you. So there might be somebody out there who's just, you know, going through a season. And as you said, in that month, there's some highs, there's some lows, but there's a lot of just kind of even days. They're not, you know, great or or really bad. But it's, you know, I'm sure there's probably somebody out there that's dealing with some stuff and is having difficulty being able to actually even find something to be thankful for. How would you address that person? I would say first thing in the morning, Think of a memory that makes you happy. If you don't have anything currently right now, and and in the course of this five, six-year journey, my father passed away. 
Um, obviously, that was not a great day. Uh, okay. He had had a long illness and he passed away. What I did was I the the day after the funeral, I had to fly all the way to the uh, West Coast, nor- Northwest Canada. And so travel consumed me that day. And then the next morning, you know, I wake up and I'm, it's like four in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss my dad. This is awful. And, and so what I did was I put on my headphones and went down and got on the treadmill in the hotel and listened to Waylon Jennings. Now I'm not suggesting Waylon Jennings works for everyone, but the thing of it is that was one of my dad's favorite songs or favorite artist rather. And so listening to that would take me back to the time when dad was listening to it and he was healthy and happy. And I just, you kind of got to go back in the past sometimes, mm. you know, it's, it's like Northwest Canada. It's a great place to visit. Just don't live there uh, because it gets cold. But, but, but in general, if, if it's not working for you today, go back in the past and as much as possible, do it first thing in the morning. Cause I've seen a study that says, they they divided the group into two two groups and they spent three minutes first thing in the morning. One group <clears throat> had bad news. One group had just solution focused, not even positive news. And the group that had the bad news was 27% more likely at the end of the day to, to say they had a bad day. So just make that effort. And even if it's a if it takes a lot of effort the first day, week, month, make that effort to have, just have three minutes of something positive first thing. And you're going to, you're going to be more likely to win the day. Not every day, but just something positive. And, and by the way, I'm a big believer in prayer. So if it's that, it, you know, if it's bad, just, Hey, Hey God, I'm having a terrible day. Would you please put something good in my path? And it'll happen. Even if it's small. Yeah. Just a little thing. Something. Yeah. All right. Well, Phil, thanks so much. Again, you can find um, uh, your information. Well, your website, your brand new uh, renovated website uh, is, uh, and give that uh, address one more time. PhilBarth.com. All righty. And then you can find the book on Amazon. And also I'm sure you can find information about it on the website as well. Where are you on social media? Facebook, Facebook, I know. (laughs) PhilBarth7, hit me up with a friend request. Um, follow me, stalk me. I don't, it's all you're going to get is positivity. I am on LinkedIn, Phil Bar Cincinnati. And those are the two big ones. I, I have YouTube videos. Most of them are a few years old. When my son was younger, we would do um, the, the great things videos. And, and it was a cool little project we did for a while when he was, when he was growing up and just different little th- silly things, silly videos that we put together. Oh, nice. Okay, so go ahead and follow him if you want silly dad jokes and positivity. And I'm all Absolutely. about the positivity, as you know. <laughs> That's right. And the dad jokes, you know, I'll warn you right now, they're on Facebook too. When I find a good dad joke, it's got to go out there. <laughs> well, thanks so much for really kind of just pumping a little positivity into the podcast today, a little more positivity into the podcast. Right, right. Well, thanks for what you do too. Thank you for listening to Positively Joy. Please leave us a review and a ranking wherever you are listening. Special thanks to music composer Morel Sanders and to editor Susan Marie. For more podcasts, go to thejam.online to listen to Journalists Advancing Ministry about journalists who have left media for the ministry. And go to amazon.com to read Whispering in His Ear, 
my book of devotions that include life lessons, prayers, and journal writing, along with multimedia songs and spoken word. For Positively Joy t-shirts and other merch, go to PositivelyJoy.com and click shop.